This is Steve Klein with episode 10 of Fizbo Smarts. Let's get going. Hey, this is Steve Klein with Fizbo Smarts, bringing you the best tips, tools, and techniques that we've learned along our for sale by owner journey so that you can save thousands of dollars on your next home sale and become Fizbo Smart. And in this episode, we're talking about the lull in selling your home online. Yeah, that's right. We have not got any takers yet. And it's now December, December 10th, 2019 is the date that I'm now contemplating on putting this house for sale a little bit less than I have it for now. Right now I have it at 330,000 and I'm thinking about dropping it to 315,000. Now the good news is after the new year, I may be able to up it back again even higher because each year they the prices either go up or down depending on the housing market. Right now we're in a I I I would say a boom but we're the, the percentage of, of, of houses and the values have gone up 7% consistently year after year in, in our area. Lately, unfortunately for us, it's kind of stagnated right now. At least that's what the reports we've heard. And remember when I was saying that we were getting calls from a lot of real estate agents? And I, I always say that you should keep a list of the real estate agents that have helped you. Well, I'm really happy to say that I have a real estate agent that reached out to us and gave us really awesome statistics on just what I just said on the sale and the market right now and the climate. And it doesn't really look that good as far as the climate goes. It's actually not the best. But the good news is we're we're still in the market. We're still selling. We're still pushing and we're still showing the house. Now, the showings have dropped off quite a bit. And we did have a guy who's been calling us. He's a real estate investor, and he may be interested, especially if I drop this price, he might be interested in looking at the home. And so we're probably going to give him a call back probably in the next week or two and show him the house. And it sounded like he was interested in showing his wife. Him and his wife had a a children's daycare center that he sold, and it looks like he's recently retiring. Now, without going into too many details of where we live or who this person is, uh, I can just say that he he's in our suburban southeast area. He's very knowledgeable about the history of this area. It's really incredible what he knows. And so I'm thinking about calling him back if, if we drop the price because an investor would want the house if they could get a little bit of a discount for it because, you see, they're they're going to rent it. And if they rent it, they need to have the best price they can. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. And I'm also wondering if there's any apprehension about any assessments going down our our house because, or down our road, because I know that there were some assessments done for a sewer line that was put in within the last decade, within the last 10 years. And that sewer system cost the homeowners that lived around us around anywhere from fourteen to $24,000. Yeah, you heard me right. Those thousands of dollars for the county to put in a sewer line in front of them that they didn't even ask for. So they called it the quote unquote urban renewal. So if you ever hear those words, just be warned that they're trying to get some money out of you. But in reality is these ho- these houses have acres. And so a lot of them had wells or they had a septic tank or a cesspool. And if they want any more density in this area, 
which I think they're trying to push for in some time in the future, they have to be on sewer lines. So they're, to, to do that, they to offset the cost, they, they put it on the homeowner. Long story short, we saw that assessment for my mom's house, and we paid for it years ago because we wanted to do some home repairs for my mom. Uh, she needed a new roof at the time, and we just didn't want that extra lien to be put on the house. So we, we paid it off. But we don't know if everyone else knows that. So maybe they, they look up the property and then they get that description and they go, oh, it's one of those in that urban renewal area. So we just want to make sure that people know that, hey, don't worry about it. It's been paid off. And uh, But again, we're just kind of guesstimating here. It, it, it could just be that people aren't buying right now because it's winter. So, and, and this is the tip that I have, the first tip, in the lull of the selling of your for sale by owner, because you will get lulls. There will be times where people will not be readily buying your house. You'll be showing it and showing it and showing it over and over and over again. You may get people that will love it and it would really be the best best owner that you could have ever wanted in your home. Maybe even someone to take on your legacy. And then they end up not either not qualifying or they end up getting interested in another house. It's just the way things are. You just have to kind of roll with the punches. And that's part of this. Number one, you are in it for the long haul. Remember that this could go on for several more months, so just be prepared for that. Number two, my second point is there will be a lot more no's before a yes. It's just a numbers game. You've got to show this house over and over, answer so many calls, and just keep plugging away. Just keep doing it. Now think of it this way. You're just going to be there anyway, right? So why not try to sell the house on your own? And the third thing, when there's a lull in the sale of your home is think creatively. You have to think creatively, but not too creative. And what I mean by that is you want to think creatively in how you can get them the house. If you can do a for sale by owner contract with the buyer where you act as the bank and you have a contract and they pay you, then then that's great. That means you have your house either almost paid off or or fully paid off where you can afford to do that and they're just paying you the payment. In that sense, you are acting as the bank for them. That's some creativity. But there also might be creativity in the sense that you can drop your price a little bit or offer them a, a contract with a balloon payment due in five years, meaning that you technically sell them the house, they're making payments to you, And over the course of five years, if those payments are made, they can then qualify for a bank loan. They technically own the house. They get a little bit more credibility with the banks if they do that. So that's something creative that you can do as well. For sale by owner gives you a lot more flexibility than you would ever get if you went to the real estate agent. So just keep that in mind as well. The part we don't want to get too creative is if they can't qualify for the loan, there's no creativity there, right? And here's another example. We, We had a a couple come in and they were house flippers. And I think I might've mentioned them at the last episode. They had these, these um, clipboards that they walked through our house. They had a big checklist and every one of these checklists had certain things on the list that they had to check off. And it was so funny. It was almost like they went through this seminar and they had these certain things that they had to check off the list. Okay. Oh, it has a bathroom check. Uh, let's see. Does it have this? It was almost like as if they were a scavenger hunt, like they're on a scavenger hunt. And they found something like, aha, I found it. And they checked it off their box. And I kid you not, I think what they do is they go home or they go back to their office and they calculate this stuff and see how much it would take to either 
enhance a certain piece of this property and and retool it. And then they come back to you as the owner and say, okay, we can give you X amount for this house. And they won't give you what you're asking for. They're going to give you what they know they could make off the house. So example is, let's just say I have this house at $330,000 right now. And they say, well, you know, with all the improvements that we want to do, we want to make 50000 on this house. So we can only offer them three, 225000 I'm just guessing here. But like just say, it's they, they want to sell the house really quick. So they want to sell it for three hundred or 280 or 300000 And they know that they need to buy it for 325000 so they can dump 25000 Then they, they can sell it for 350000 and then make 50000 profit. This is just an example. But you get the idea. They need to have that house sold for a lot less. They need to buy that house for a lot less in order for them to make money. So just know that that's not the way you want to go. And just know that that's the creative thing I'm talking about, where you cannot get any more creative with them. The only creativity they want from you is the creativity of lowering your house to a point where you can't even afford to sell it to them for. So And some people will be honest. I had a realtor that came in and he was honest that he was a realtor. And so I showed him the house as if I would show a prospective buyer. But he said that he was thinking about buying it as an investment property. And after we were done and knowing how much information I had on the house, knowing how much it was sentimental to me, it was my childhood home, he said, you know, Steve, I, I have to be honest with you. I would, I, I would make an offer, but I don't want to insult you with my offer. And so right away, that told me something. It told me that, one, this guy has integrity, and two, that the offer that he would give me as a real estate investor would not be suffice to, to sell it to him because he's not going to ever want to buy it at retail, at the retail market level. So, And my mom needs the retail market level. I mean, she needs that really bad to be able to, to live in her facility for the next you know, 10 or more years. So I need to do everything I can in my power to, to make that happen. So number four on my list of the, of the five things that we need to think about when, when our sale is in a lull, when nothing's happening with our sale, is we need to keep our spirits up. I mean, right now, it's, it's the, it's, tis the season, right? It's Christmas time. And one of the things that we need to do and remind ourselves is that even if things are happening around us that is out of our control, we need to keep our spirits up. We need to keep our internal drive up. Which then leads me to my fifth point here. Remember your why. Why are you doing this? For me, it's really easy. It's for my mom. There's really nothing selfish about this except for, well, you know, I mean, I don't want to go in more debt or any debt to help my mom out, right? So I want to, I do want to pay it off for her, but I also want to not incur debt on our, on our own in helping my mom. So if it's, it's financially beneficial for both of us uh, to sell this, but mainly it's for my mom. I mean, if I had my choice, I really would not want to give up my, my childhood home. I mean, it's the, it's the home I grew up in. I would love to keep it in the family. My cousin in Colorado, he owns the house that my dad grew up in. And I think that's so special to keep something like that in the family. Even if it's just a, an older house and it's, you know, it's something that I still like it. It's, it's something sentimental about it. It's a, it was a special time growing up there. I have a lot of fond memories there. I mean, for me, I, would, I, do, I don't want to have to sell it, but I know I need to in order to help facilitate and offset uh, those costs for my mom. And 
And really, you know, it's part of letting go. I need to really let it go. That's why these recordings that I'm doing here for you are are as therapeutic for for hopefully helpful for you as they're therapeutic for me because I can express what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling about this whole house sale. So anyway, that's about it. Just to recap, one, you're into it for the long haul. Two, there's going to be a lot more no's before you get a yes. Number three, you have to think creatively, but not too creative. And then four, keep your spirits up. And five, remember your reasons why. The reasons why are so important. I've been learning this in business again. It's been reminding me that I need to remember the whys even when I'm selling my own home. So hopefully that helps you. And I'm going to make a statement here too. And if I can't sell this in the next five days, if I don't get an offer, I'm going to drop it at a special discount. And I'm going to have that discount be all the way through Christmas and maybe New Year. Uh, I'm probably going to drop it 15,000. So it'll it'll be from 330 down to 315,000, which is crazy, right? But believe it or not, I can still afford to do that. And it would really mean something right now, having my mom be out of debt, having that nest egg a little bit in her bank account so that it can offset the cost. And, and we can do that. But any lower, we can't go any lower than that, because then it would just be taken uh, again, it would be taken not just money, but it'd be taken years away from the time that she could stay there at her assisted living facility. So we definitely need to make this happen. So you heard it here first, folks. That's right. 315000 I know that you're now probably saying, well, where is this house? I want to see it. Well, I'm still being anonymous on this podcast and these recordings. So, So yeah, that's it. So I'll be sure and let you know what happens. And until next time, this is Steve Klein saying, have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. And until the next time, I want to remind you that, yes, you too can sell your home quickly and affordably online, saving you thousands of dollars by doing it the for sale by owner and the FISBO Smarts way. And we will see you in the next episode.